Alright guys, welcome to the show. This is going to be a, a unique episode. If you're um, if you're listening, I would recommend going to check out YouTube uh, because I went to great lengths to set up a very complicated uh, little setup here and did a like a live like Good Morning America style taste test thing with Heather from Heather's Choice. So basically, Heather rebranded. Um, she made, got all new packaging for stuff, but more than that, she got all new recipes. I think there's a few of her recipes that she kept, but almost completely all all reworked all her recipes. Um, there's some really good, um, some new options that she put out. So Heather's one of the um, people that I've kind of known the longest in the industry, which you know hasn't been that long, but um, she's she's a great you know business woman and entrepreneur. And um, so this one, you know, I'm actually I have her live on Zoom, and I'm recording her as well, and I edited it together really nice. And I'm actually going to be trying these new Heather's Choice recipes kind of live with Heather and she's telling me about the different recipes and we also talk about the rebranding process and and how she put together these recipes and how she picked them. You know, Heather's Choice is a partner. You can use the code QUEST and save um, money at Heather's Choice and which will also help support the show. But more than that, like I just really believe in the company. Um, It's, you know, really high quality um, you know, intentionally sourced food and it's, it's really good. If you, you know, if you care about nutrition and, and, um, you know, properly fueling yourself in the backcountry and eating well, um, I definitely would recommend Heather's Choice. It's all, uh, gluten-free. She doesn't use any seed oils, you know, it's lower in sodium, uh, high in protein, um, and just tasty kind of unique, meals. Then she also added some more kind of comfort food type dishes to her lineup. So definitely check out Heather's Choice. Um, It's great stuff. And use that code QUEST. You will support the show and you will save money. And I would definitely appreciate it. Oh, and you know, one other thing I wanted to mention too, um, you know, Heather, she makes small batches. You know, she's not a ginormous food company that's just pumping out stuff out of a huge factory. You know, they dehydrate the stuff uh, in her factory there in Alaska. And so, you know, a lot of times as we get closer in towards the season, her stuff will start to sell out and can be hard to find. So um, if you are interested in trying Heather's Choice or if you are a Heather's Choice customer and you want to get some meals for this upcoming season, I recommend you do it and do it now and get everything you need for the season because there's a really good chance that as we roll into September, October, it's going to be harder and harder to find her meals. So stock up now while you can and use that code QUEST. So, yeah, like I was just saying, this is the most complicated thing I've ever done. <laughs> I feel like I need an engineering degree, but I got it all set up and I think we're good to go. I'm recording on two cameras here. I got you on the monitor, recording on Zoom, so that's going to turn out pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for doing all the legwork. All I have to do is show up and talk. <laughs> yeah, and have a cool looking office background. At least you got that part because a lot of people... Don't even like they'll be have their camera pointing up their nose and like just so anyway. Um, but yeah, guys, I'm here with Heather from Heather's Choice, um, one of my kind of oldest friends in the industry, and um, she's got a whole bunch of new products and stuff. So 
I wanted to get her on and, and hear about everything. So before we do that, what have you been up to? I know the Alaskan summer is like what you guys live for. So what have you been up to? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We are actually <laughs> packing up this weekend and going dip netting. And oh, nice. for people who don't know what dip netting is, we basically take these four foot nets and there's going to be two of us fishing from a boat and you can get 25 sockeye per head of household and then 10 per family member. Nice. So Brad and I are going to bring home 35 salmon this weekend oh and everything goes to plan. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so the salmon, are they like just starting to kind of run? Are they been running or how, what's up with that? Yeah, I feel like, and I'm not an expert in this, but I feel like come late May, early June, you'll get some species of salmon that start swimming and you can catch them all the way through August, depending on what type you're chasing. So we're going for sockeyes right now, and then we'll probably get some silver salmon in August and then September awesome. will be moose hunting and, you know, just trying to fill that freezer, doing the okay. Alaska thing. <laughs> so you're going hunting this year, okay? Is that right? Yeah, we okay. we get the most ridiculous, you know, opportunities. Like we have friends up here that are pilots, obviously, because everybody yeah. in Alaska has their pilot's license. And so they're going to do a fly-in uh, float moose hunt. And, of course, we got an opportunity to go, so it'll probably cost us you know, the cost of bringing some Heather's Choice food with us. And that's about it. So we're just that's amazing. infinitely spoiled. <laughs> so back to the salmon though. So I know one of your like most popular dishes, one of my favorite ones is the salmon chowder. And you guys source that in Alaska, right? Yeah, we, so where we're going fishing this weekend is south on the Kenai. And that's also where we get our sockeye salmon for Heather's Choice is from nice the Nanilchik area and yeah it's going to be basically the same fish that we're Sweet. catching for our own home use is what we end up using for and probably plenty of bears out there huh yeah definitely no <laughs> shortage <laughs> um so yeah that's that's cool about the the moose trip that's gonna be awesome my um my buddy ned from the kodiak film that is one of my um you know hunting partners he got a job recently with um, the Air National Guard up there uh, flying. So he's still like in the process of going through all his, you know, health evaluations and stuff. But like, it seems like Lord willing, we sh I should have a friend in Alaska that can fly and he's going to buy a cub, he's saying, like the second he gets there. Um, so I'll have a pilot Smart friend man. in Alaska in the next like year or two, hopefully. Yeah, th those are great friends to have. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so like instead of waiting three years and paying thousands of dollars to go hunt caribou hopefully i can just like hey ned do you want to go on a little little trip and we can just boop and go go caribou hunt <laughs> i know we got an invite to go on a fly-in caribou hunt this year and you know who invited us was like oh yeah i know it's 3500 bucks a person and brad and i were just like no no yeah. no, no we don't pay to go hunting ever <laughs> uh, well you guys are lucky up there us down here in the lower 48 it's uh, a little more uh, of a logistical thing but speaking of logistics man i've just been planning all my fall hunts and um man coming from virginia like you know you can't just jump in your truck it's a whole like it's it's real yeah it's a whole thing where you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, we're getting there. Um, so I do want to talk just a little bit about, um, you know, obviously if people are used to seeing your stuff, you got really cool new packaging on everything and some new recipes. So I just want to like start off like, okay, so I also like, you know, I, I already added my water to these about see that. 10 minutes ago. So we're ready. <laughs> They'll be ready in like five minutes. Um, so, you know, but 
you know, Heather Schwartz is already doing really well, um, successful, and, um, you know, even to the point where we talked before about, you know, one of your biggest challenges is just getting product because your bottleneck is the is the uh, freeze-drying, not the freeze-drying, the dehydrating process that you do. Um, so, you know, why, you know, doing new stuff is hard, you know, it takes effort, and it's not just new packaging, you got a whole bunch of new recipes, so, like, why do new stuff? Yeah, it's a great question. I almost killed everybody last fall when I was like, okay, so we're going to completely rebrand and we're going to launch <laughs> seven new SKUs and like ready, set, go. Like, I can't believe that everybody didn't just walk out on me. Uh, at the end of 2020, I believe it was, we actually did what I consider to be maybe the best marketing push we've ever done. And in the wintertime, our business slows down quite a bit, right? Because less people are going out on these big epic trips, mm -hmm. specifically for hunting. And when I had a whole staff of people, you know, and we weren't needing to produce a ton of stuff, it was like, man, what can I do to like keep everybody busy, you know, keep them working, yeah. but not producing product. And so wherever this idea came from, we decided to print off a list of our 250 top customers. And mm -hmm. then I gave everybody on my team a call list and said, you're going to call these customers and say, <laughs> hey, my name is Mike. You know, I'm one of the production assistants here at Heather's Choice. You know, yeah. congrats on being one of our top customers. I want to ask you three quick questions. Favorite Heather's Choice product and why? Least favorite Heather's Choice product and why? And then what do you want to see from us in the new year? Okay. And consistently from these 250 people that we cold called and you know just kind of solicited their feedback uh everybody wanted new products just okay across the board and it I'm wasn't curious what were meals. the favorites and the least favorites Ooh, favorites like bison chili all day every day uh, -huh. uh blueberry almond pack runes usually rank pretty freaking high especially blueberry almond black espresso those do really well and then least favorites were the products that we discontinued, right? So we got rid of spice cocoa packaroons, cherry cocoa nib breakfast. Oh, I love those. I know. <laughs> you were one yeah. of 10 people that bought them. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So it was just really fun to, to actually. As long as you don't get rid of the mint them. chocolate ones, we're good. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, what was that process like? I mean, um, first of all, I want to hear quickly, like what was like, you know, rebranding cause that's a pain in the butt. And then yeah. like, I want to hear a little bit about like how you develop and pick new recipes. Totally. So the reason that the rebrand, I felt like it needed to happen is one, I really wanted kind of that, that iconic symbol, right? Like I can look at your shirt and say like, it's a go hunt shirt, even though it's artistic and all of that, like I can just see from here, like yeah. boom, it's go hunt. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted that for Heather's choice and we didn't have that. So that sort of catapulted me into this whole creative process of coming up with our new mascot, which is now the Arctic Fox. Yep. Uh, very like, you know, modern, uh, artistic, creative, new icon for us and then also the thing that we bump up against is as a food product you know most people buy food at the store mm -hmm. right and people make those food buying decisions from five feet away in five seconds time yeah. and so the packaging really packaging is huge in food right yeah. yeah and i think our previous packaging like it was gorgeous it was very artistic yeah, it was clean it had a lot of meaning totally 
but this new packaging my intention with it was to be like bam you know like yeah. it's a little bit eye-catching a little more in your face and i wanted to illustrate some of like the key ingredients so mm -hmm. like the afghan peanut stew having that peanut plant on it i think is mm -hmm. kind of interesting because not everybody knows that like what peanuts look like before they're in peanut butter form <laughs> oh yeah virginia is uh really uh, we have tons of peanut farms here oh really side, side note yeah it's one of like the famous virginia crops but um so did you work with the artist on this or did you kind of help develop it or how'd you do that yeah so i interviewed about three different designers you know just good yeah because that's a scary process like right. like you said packaging is so big branding is so big i think it's super smart to go with you know like you said like an icon like a just a symbol that people can see and identify with you because um heather's choice you know you don't always want to just write that whole thing on everything and um you know i did the same thing with kind of that cue uh on the quest part of my you know logo and that's that's really smart so but that's that's scary because you're kind of trusting someone else and there's also like usually a lot of back and forth and you want like your artistic vision to be in there, but at the same time you want to like get a professional in there. So like, what was that like? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of back and forth. I would say the whole process in total took about two years. So wow. just to put into context of like my back of the napkin drawing of the Fox to what it became. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Two year process. Uh, we ended up working with Elias Carlson, who is the graphic designer for the Modern Huntsman. And I okay. cannot say enough good things about Elias and getting to work with him. Uh, when we wrapped up this project, he said to me, you know, you did a great job on the creative direction for this. And I was like, oh, oh, I was the creative director. Like, I, <laughs> I actually did, like, have a really clear vision of what I wanted, uh, helped pick mm -hmm. out the illustrations, the colors, all of that. And... Working with Elias was just so great because he yeah. brings all the skill of actually being able to make this stuff. Right. But at the end of the day, it's it's you and your voice. And that's something that my dad said to me when I was looking at kind of rebranding from just like the random like little logo I made on Canva. Like, <laughs> um, you know, you want to work with these professionals and you want to get their input because they do know what they're talking about. But at the same time, at the end of the day, um, it's your thing, Right. And it's like, you know, you have to be happy with it. You're in control. Like that's, you know, they're great and that's their job and they care about their job. But at the same time, it's just a job for you. Th this is you, you know, this is your thing. This is your baby. So um, a lot of people I think get kind of like almost intimidated, like, well, he's a professional. I'll just do what he says. But, right. um, but no, they, they are there to kind of bring your vision to life. Right. Totally. Yeah. And Elias was very graceful with all of my feedback. Cause again, even the logo design that took a lot of iterations before we got to something that was like, yes, I want to put this all over everything. Right. Yeah. I want it on hats. I want it on neon signs. I want it on coffee mugs. I want it everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It awesome. was quite a project, but I'm really happy with how it all turned out. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, so just tell me, I'm sure it's a long process, but like, how did you, start to identify new like menu options and like developing recipes and all that and like how involved are you in that whole thing yeah this this is also really fun and kind of points to how small our business really is uh so all of the heather's choice meals i kid you not 
typically are inspired by meals that I make at home enough times that I'm like, you know what? I think we can put this in a bag, right? Like I've made <laughs> nice. shepherd's pie at home hundreds of times for Brad and I. And then we got super lucky that one of our team members, Brittany, who's been working with us for about a year and a half now, she has a culinary background. And I just latched onto her and was like, Brittany, <laughs> I have the concepts for these recipes. Like I want a morning glory oatmeal. I want a Swiss muesli. I want a shepherd's pie. But mm -hmm. you actually having this like professional training in food, like yeah. I need your help actually developing and scaling these recipes. So pretty much every weekend in October and November, I would leave my house, go pick up Brittany. We'd go get coffees. We'd come to the kitchen. We would make, you know, little eight serving batches of food mm -hmm. and tweak and tweak and tweak and tweak to the point that we were like, okay, we like it in this eight serving size. Now let's make a 50 batch and then let's make 150. And it literally nice. happened over the weekend during the fall in Alaska that we managed to develop and scale these recipes. Awesome. I'm ready for launch. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Um, all right. So I didn't use all of them that you sent me. Because I just wanted to focus on these ones for whatever reason. And I'm already kind of sad because I feel like I'm going to be wasting a little bit of food, but it's okay. You have lunch for the next five days. Don't forget that. That's true. So can you re-like heat them later? Oh, yeah. Like you can put that stuff in the fridge and put it in a bowl tomorrow and heat it okay. up in a pan or a microwave and it will be dynamite. All right. Good to know. Good to know. That's another thing I didn't even think about. Well, that's awesome then. Um, all right. So... Which one of these should I try first? Because it's actually dinner time here and I'm starving. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, that spinach curry with chicken has been, okay. people have been bonkers for it. So if you like okay. Indian food, I'd start there. One detail I did not think about was this tiny mic in front of my mouth while I'm eating. So I'm going to try to negotiate that. But <laughs> other than that, I'll, uh, I'll go That's ahead. Okay. So, we can so while on a I'm, talk show and I will yeah. just, you know, narrate Good morning, America. <laughs> while I'm trying this... Um, Go ahead, if you would, so uh, like while I'm chewing, tell me like a little bit about this specific one right here. Yeah, totally. So the spinach curry with chicken and rice uh, is really similar to an Indian sog. So if you've ever eaten Indian food before, then you've maybe had sog, which is a spinach-based curry. It's really green and vibrant. Uh, we could not call it sog per USDA uh, requirements because... 99% of people don't know what SOG is. Mm -hmm. And so we had to go back and forth with the USDA to land on spinach curry to describe what it is. And that recipe starts with a whole bunch of grass-fed ghee. So it's clarified Good. butter. And we cook that with ginger and garlic and, you know, a bunch of turmeric and garam masala and spices. And it gets mixed in with a truckload of spinach. <laughs> And we make this just killer spinach curry sauce that yeah, goes with organic chicken and it's rice. Got a, it's got a little bit of spice, but not too much. Totally. And totally. you can tell it's got a lot of chicken in it. And it's almost, it almost tastes like um, if you've ever had like a samosa, like an Indian samosa. Yeah. It almost tastes like the inside of a samosa. Yep, exactly. It's really good. Yeah, so people have been crazy about that one. That is one that I've been reaching for for lunchtime because... 
you know, it has plenty of rice. It has tons of chicken. It's just really filling. And I'm really, mm-hmm. really happy with how that meal turned out. And I don't know if it's just because I like actually gave these the like actual amount of time you're supposed to give it, but the rice is um like it doesn't have that like crunchy like I guess the freeze dried rice sometimes has that kind of crunchiness to it, but the rice is actually cooked really well in there. Yeah, so that's that, that's really good. That was a whole thing too of just even picking out the type of instant rice. That was like a whole R and D process for us. Yeah, I'm just showing the. <laughs> So that one's chicken curry with, or no spinach curry with chicken and rice. That's really good. Okay, I would eat that whole thing, but I want to try the rest. So what, which one should I go for next? Uh, bison chili. It's a whole okay. new recipe. I haven't had. I didn't even have your old one yet. The old bison chili. People loved it, and we were just ready for something brand new. So this one is a very traditional chili recipe. It's got pinto beans, kidney beans, jalapeno. It's got some maple syrup in there just for a tad bit of sweetness. And that meal has, I want to say like a four or five ounce serving of 100% grass-fed bison in there. So it's Mm. really meaty, really hearty. And that one is also, it's just a winner. And Brittany gets all the credit for developing that recipe. I gave her full creative license on it and she knocked it out of the park. Where is the bison? Like, do you guys get that from Alaska or is that, where's that from? You know, we work with a company called the Honest Bison, and to my knowledge, they source bison from all across the country, you know, because actually grass-fed bison is in pretty flipping high demand for a lot of different natural foods companies. We tried to get bison from Alaska, and quite honestly, we weren't able to find a rancher that was going to supply us with 12 whole animals a year. Oh, wow. (laughs) 12? Dang. That's good. Same thing. It's got a little zing to it, but not too much. Like I don't really like very spicy food, but this is like enough to where it's like good, but not too much. Like I could eat this whole thing. No problem. And also like, um, the meat, like the first thing I noticed when I put it in my mouth was it tastes like real meat. Like it has like that. I don't even know. I almost want to say like almost like a wild game type of flavor, but not like totally. gamey, obviously, but like I could tell like, oh, there's like actual meat in here. Yeah. I mean, I was cooking up bison the other night for dinner and just even the smell of bison is different than beef, right? Mm-hmm. It's very distinct and it's flipping delicious if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Should have brought some water to cleanse my palate. Oh, you know, you can just pretend you're having a little backcountry uh, buffet. <laughs> yeah, basically I am. <laughs> Okay, I can taste a little bit of sweetness in there, too, which is good. Um, and I'm stoked I have lunch for the next couple of days, too. That's kind of nice. Yeah, All pro right. tip. <laughs> what, do you, what next? Uh, this one? Yeah, go for it. Or shepherd's pie. I'm kind of excited about this one. I'll try this one. Yeah. The So the shepherd's pie. This is pie, new, right? It's new, and I was promising people that meal for years because some of the feedback that we get on the Heather's Choice menu is that people wanted stuff that wasn't spicy. It was just a little more traditional i guess Mm -hmm. so this one is a ton of mashed potatoes that has butter powder and buttermilk powder so the potatoes should be nice and buttery Mm -hmm. and then we cook 100 percent grass-fed beef and mix in a bunch of veggies like corn and green beans and mushrooms rosemary thyme tomato paste and it's supposed to be just like that really 
delicious home cooked meal. And I imagine it's got the consistency of like mashed potatoes. <laughs> it does. And I think I may have put a little bit, not quite as much water as I should have in here, but it's still really good. I was wondering what the, um, like the consistency, but it is mashed potatoes. Do you yeah. use like real like potatoes or how do you do that? They're just potato flakes. And so that's where, like, say, if you don't add enough water, then it's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> you know, then it's like too. It's still uh, good. Too much, not mushy, but like, yeah, even the salmon chowder, the same thing. If people don't add enough water, it's a freaking mouthful of potatoes. So also pro tip, if you ever get a Heather's Choice meal that you want to add more water to, freaking add some more water and get it to the consistency that you want. But that meal is very, very that's really filling. Good. <laughs> I also sometimes when I'm in the backcountry, like I'll bring some cheese with me and toss them in. Like this is already good on its own, but I imagine if you tossed in some cheese in there, that would be pretty fire. Oh, especially with really the good. chili, like the chili with a little bit of cheese or the mom's spaghetti with some Parmesan. Yeah. Here for it. It definitely tastes like homemade. You know what I mean? For yep. sure. Okay. Let's see. Which one, What do we got left here? You got spaghetti, spaghetti and, and African peanut stew. Okay, which Very one should different. I try first? Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti, okay. <laughs> I feel like shepherd's pie and African peanut stew could be conflicting flavors. <laughs> yeah. Is this the a, a new spaghetti recipe or this one what you had before? You know, it's really similar. What's different is, again, Brittany being the wizard that she is, she helped me kind of sweeten up the marinara sauce. So we now blend carrots in with the marinara sauce. So it should be a little bit sweeter. Uh, we changed the process of how yeah. we break up the noodles because before the noodles could like sort of disappear. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. you can imagine that cooking and dehydrating 150 pounds of spaghetti noodles is kind of a whole project. <laughs> yeah. So, and I know that you dehydrate and a lot of companies freeze dry. Does that, what effect does that have on the end product? Because these do, like I I do feel like, and obviously I'm also comparing these to like a mountain house, which is probably not the highest quality stuff compared to y'all's stuff, but like it, it just, I noticeably taste that it tastes like way more homemade. Does that have anything to do with the freeze drying versus dehydration? I, I think it's a multitude of things. One piece that I think really like factors into it is the fact that it's dehydrated instead of freeze dried and freeze dried food, you get a longer shelf life. So that's a bonus. Uh, you actually get it drier. So freeze drying gets rid of, I think 99% of the water content in comparison, dehydrated food, you're eliminating about 80 some odd percent of the water content. So technically dehydrated food is a little bit heavier. However, with dehydrated food, you also get product that's more concentrated. So mm -hmm. like if you freeze dry a grape, you know, it's still going to be about the size of a grape. Whereas if you dehydrate right. a grape, you get a raisin and you yeah. get more of like a dense, chewy texture of like a more concentrated flavor. Yeah. And I feel like dehydrated food lends itself to just tasting more like the original version where yeah. freeze dried food in my mind has sort of a lighter, airier texture to it. So yeah, that and yeah. like I think with fruit, freeze drying is probably the way to go because you like it's got that crunchy, like just it's almost like candy. But yeah, I mean, that actually really did taste a lot like my grandma's spaghetti that she used to make. And like the noodles, again, they weren't crunchy at all or like a weird consistency. Okay, I've never had this before. This is the African 
peanut stew. Tell me about this. Oh my gosh. We just had this conversation yesterday here at Heather's Choice headquarters. If people don't know what something is, they don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so That's tough. It's not our best seller, but I would argue that that is the best vegetarian friendly backpacking meal on the market. It is so flipping good. It's sweet potatoes, peanut butter, curry, ginger, Swiss chard. Uh, Fun fact, the most recent round of Swiss chard that we made uh, had Swiss chard or the most recent round of African peanut stew that we made at Heather's Choice had my homegrown Swiss chard in it, which I'm super proud of. That was cool. (laughs) And we basically put about an entire jar of Adam's peanut butter in every batch of African peanut stew. So it's just this really dynamite filling vegetarian friendly curry and it's fantastic yeah, it's really good it's almost like it almost reminds me of like a thai dish i guess because of the peanuts and the sweetness yep totally it's a little so yeah, this is probably the spiciest variety. this is probably the spiciest one of the of the few it might be a touch spicy for me personally but i literally am like a wimp with spicy food like i don't even <laughs> eat anything spicy um okay so the spaghetti was actually really good um, the shepherd's pie. Oh man. I don't know. This was really good too. Um, I liked all of them. I would say top three would be these. Let's see. I would say this one, shepherd's pie, number one. Oh, sorry. This one, shepherd's pie, number one, spaghetti, number two, and the chicken or the spinach carry number three for me personally. I dig it. Um, okay. So I want to try your breakfast here too. And I, um, I know it says give them five full minutes, but that, that should be fine as you as we talk a little bit more. But um, I'm really excited to see you do oatmeal because I like the buckwheat, but I'm more of an oatmeal guy. Yeah, the buckwheat is so polarizing. People either <laughs> love it or they hate it. It's like it's not one way or the other. <laughs> it has a different <laughs> texture to it, I got to say, you know? Totally. Yeah, it's perfect for the person looking for something that is fully grain-free, dairy-free, but oatmeal Uh, was one of the things that people really wanted from us. And I thought that the market had plenty of oatmeal options, but Mm -hmm. nope, people wanted oatmeal from us. And how much water? Six ounces? Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're so good. I I literally like, I eat oatmeal almost every day. And like, even like with old fashioned oats, you know, like some people are like, oh, you have to boil it five minutes or whatever. I literally will just like pour some warm water on there and just eat them. Like I don't even care. So this will probably be fine even if we don't go the full five minutes. But what is what? Okay, what is this? Mu? What is that? How do you say it? Muesli. Yeah. What is that? You know, it's it's really just like a a simple unsweetened oatmeal. So Swiss muesli typically you would take oats and nuts and dried fruits and you would actually soak it overnight with something like yogurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we make ours with cranberries, pumpkin seeds. There's mm. some butter powder in there and whole milk powder. Mm. And there's a little bit of cardamom. So it's just got this really like fragrant, buttery flavor. It's freaking good. Very uh, European. Good. <laughs> this one smells amazing. Already a summer harvest oatmeal. Okay. Now, like I got to say, like you make some very like bold menu choices. Like not many people are going to make an oatmeal with zucchini in it. At least right? I, that I have heard of. So like, and you just said, you know, it's hard to sell stuff people aren't used to. 
especially, well, I was going to make a redneck hunter joke, but um, I'm not going to do that. But um, <laughs> because Western hunters are, are not rednecks, we're very much more enlightened. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so is that something that, like, where did you get zucchini and Omeo? Is that something you do at home? Or like, where'd you, where is that something you saw somewhere? Or where, where did that come from? That one was inspired by what my employee, Brooke, we were kind of, you know, jogging our imagination of different variations of oatmeal we could do, uh-huh. you know, beyond apple cinnamon, raisin, maple, you know, like you kind of have those traditional flavors right. that you would always see. And so we were like, what if you did something like a zucchini bread and zucchini bread oatmeal as a name just didn't resonate for anybody. Right. And so another team member of ours, Thea was like, what if you call it summer harvest and it's stuck. So All right, we're going to try this one first since we're talking about it. So <laughs> tell me a little about the other ingredients in here. Yeah, you probably have brown sugar, walnuts, whole milk. A lot of backcountry breakfasts are made with non-fat powdered milk. And you and I both know that fat calories are freaking delicious. They're super calorically dense, right? Like the more fat, the better. And so we went with whole milk powder in all of the new breakfast blends. And I am very pleased with how it all turned out. This is bomb, by the way. Yep, it's got some vanilla powder in there, but again, it should taste like, you know, zucchini bread, which again, I don't know how many people actually eat zucchini bread, but I eat a lot of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because zucchini is one of those things that like, it grows so easily in your garden, but then you like have tons of zucchini and you're like, what do I do with this? Yeah, that's my current status. I think I have, you know, 15 zucchinis in the fridge that I'm like, ah, every day there's more of them. (laughs) (laughs) That is really good. It's, um... It's sweet, but it's not too sweet. Yeah, I like that. All, all of those are sweetened with raw sugar, and it's just a teeny tiny amount. It's not a ton, but they're freaking good. All right, I'm going to try, what is this one? Morning Glory Oatmeal. Maybe I should try the muesli first. Is this one, you said this one's less sweet or same? That one should be more buttery buttery and again Mm. you're gonna put all of these back in your fridge tonight and you basically have food for the whole week now (laughs) it's definitely more buttery yeah i i freaking love that meal i've done a few trips in europe and muesli is kind of a popular breakfast option in european countries and so again that meal just has a soft spot in my heart because it reminds me of my Europe trips. <laughs> yeah, it's got like the um, it's got the nuts and the pumpkin seeds in there, so it's got different texture. You know, you got that crunch in there, which is really good. Yeah, that's a good one that you can also add cold water to and just let it sit overnight. So if anybody's trying to go stoveless, that would be a great option for them. You, you are going right. to be full. <laughs> I've only had like three or four bites of each, so we're good. Um. Okay, morning glory. Pineapple carrots, another adventurous breakfast ingredient. But Eat I love vegetables, carrots. Hunter. I love carrots. <laughs> I just never really have them for breakfast, like I say. Yeah. I I'm not sure why I have such an affinity for, you know, kind of these more adventurous flavors, but just don't want to be that predictable, you know? This is really good. It's got it has more of like kind of a it's definitely different with the carrots, but it's still got that kind of traditional like cinnamon, brown sugar kind of taste to it. Totally. Yeah. That one's, I think my personal favorites right now are 
the morning glory oatmeal, the spinach curry with chicken and rice, and then still the blueberry almond pack runes. Those are probably what I'll be eating this weekend while we're out fishing. <laughs> and that crunch in the carrot is like a very unique, distinct, like, again, I, I didn't, li- I only let these things heat up for, you saw like maybe a couple minutes, but um, I think you're right. Like the dehydrating, like it's just, it has a texture of like a real carrot. I feel like I'm eating like these didn't feel like backpacking meals at all. Actually, I think I'm more stoked about your breakfasts than, I mean, I'm stoked about these too, but um, I really like these. These are great. I think this one's my favorite. It's the, good. Yeah. Uh, summer harvest is probably my favorite. And then this one, and then I like this one too. It's just like, I like sweet stuff. And these are a little sweeter. Yeah. Those are bomb. Um, all right. So packaroons, my favorite are the black espresso, the mint chocolate, and I really like that espresso. Wait, no. What's the one you got rid of? Oh, spiced cocoa? Is that what it was? I know. Yeah. Spiced okay. cocoa went away. It's okay. <laughs> are there some new uh, new flavors? I tried to pick the new ones. I wasn't 100% sure. Is lemon lavender new? No, but no. I think snickerdoodle. Do you have a snickerdoodle? Okay. Yep. Right here. That's the only new one, but we do have seasonal pack green flavors coming out again this year. Yes, I tried the ginger snap one. That one was really good. I mean, that was yeah. like ginger punch in the face. Um, I'm going to try. I think I've actually tried this one because you brought a bunch of these to the expo. Oh, that's right. And you were like, just like prancing around, like throwing packaroons everywhere. Just a packaroon fairy. That's how I roll at these trade shows. <laughs> it's this is a snickeroon. Th- or, wait. Snickerdoodle. Ooh, I like snickeroon. That's fun. <laughs> What's what is a snickerdoodle? I forget. It's a vanilla and cinnamon cookie. So you probably see them at coffee shops. They're these big, fat, mm. round cookies, and you know they're probably terrible for you. But our version of a snickerdoodle is a packeroon just with boatloads of vanilla and cinnamon. Yeah, and tell people. So some people may not know what a packeroon is what just briefly like basically what's a packeroon yes a packeroon is a coconut cookie for your backpack so they are made with organic shredded coconut organic maple syrup almond flour sea salt vanilla and then we jazz them up with different spices and fruits and honestly packeroons kind of have their a life of their own we consider them our gateway drug so that's kind of how we get people hooked on the brand and I don't know why. I really don't know what it is that has made Packeroon so popular. But I honestly, if I had to take a stab at it, I think it's that they're loaded with good quality fats mm-hmm. versus a lot of snack foods that are maybe a lot higher in sugar or refined carbohydrates. And Packeroons, because they're so full of coconut and they have tons of medium chain triglyceride fats in them, they actually give you some really good sustained energy. And they're delicious, but. Yeah. I've, yeah, I they don't really know exactly good. what it is. <laughs> and <clears throat> I was a little hesitant at first because I'm actually not a huge coconut fan. I've become more of a coconut. I used to hate it like when I was younger. As I've gotten older, I've become a little bit more of a coconut fan. But like, still, I'm not a huge coconut fan. But like, the way you guys make these, like, they don't. I mean, the sweet coconut one tastes like coconut if you're into coconut. But like, they don't really taste like coconut. Yeah. There, there's tons and tons of flavor. I feel like that's kind of uh, indicative of our whole adventure menu. The flavors are bold. 
in yeah. everything that we make. It's For not sure. your basic chicken and rice. <laughs> yeah. It's not really our style. Yeah, absolutely. And like, that's something that, you know, you put in a hard day hiking, like having a like yummy meal to look forward to at the end of the day is, is actually really nice, especially when you're like cold and wet, you know? Yeah. Totally. Um, I just had this, um, blueberry almond packer in. It almost tastes like almost like a little muffin or something. Like yeah. you could just pair that with your breakfast. That'd be a nice little. And the other thing is like you were, I think you might have mentioned it, but they're like pretty calorie dense for like a little snack, like which is good when you're, you know, in the when you're working, you know. So um, I'm not gonna try them now because I've already eaten them and I want to save these. To be quite honest with you, selfishly. Um, but for people who are listening, the mint chocolate is really good. I love that one. The black espresso is really good. That's, those are my two favorites, I think, but I don't think I've ever had one I don't like. So, um, so this is awesome. I'm really excited. Like I said, I'm really excited about your breakfast stuff. Definitely going to be ordering some more of those. Um, and, um, and these three are my favorite of these guys. So definitely gonna be putting some of those in the pack this year. Um, but like for people who may, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of you and heard of Heather's Choice, but for people who may not have just like, you know, there's a lot of, especially now it seems like more and more, there's more and more like food companies coming out and stuff. Like what, you know, what makes Heather's Choice different? You know, why, why should someone get a Heather's Choice instead of just, you know, some random, whatever they find? Yeah, Totally. So I, one of the big pieces that I think makes our menu and what we offer so different is the fact that it's dehydrated instead of freeze dried. So even as we look at those meals on your table, you can mm -hmm. see that they're quite a bit smaller than everything yeah. else that you're going to buy. So that was one of the core tenants for me in developing Heather's Choice was that I wanted to save as much packed space as possible. So dehydrated food does pack down smaller than freeze dried. So that was some of the feedback we got in the really early days, especially from the hunting community was that people were super fired up that they could pack 10 days worth of food. And it took about a third of the space compared mm -hmm. to freeze dried food. Mm -hmm. So that's one piece. Another really big, because everyone is, like freaks out about weight, but actually volume right. is actually really a big deal too. Totally, yeah. totally, totally. Uh, our entire adventure menu is 100% gluten-free and our whole facility is gluten-free. So for the person that has celiac disease or is gluten intolerant, like we got those people covered. Nice. And then another piece. That I didn't I'm know rice sure. was gluten-free. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Rice and gluten-free oats. So I guess oh. gluten only comes from processed carbs. It comes from anything like wheat, barley, rye. Okay. There's certain grains that contain gotcha. gluten. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have a background in sports nutrition. So in the developing of all these meals, for me, there's a really strong emphasis on making sure that somebody like you, who's healthy, active, fit, wants to feel their best, like each one of these meals is really nutritionally balanced. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get a good amount of protein, you're going to get a bunch of complex carbohydrates, and then good quality fats. So a lot of companies will use things like canola oil, soybean oil, grapeseed oil, things of that nature mm -hmm. that are really high in omega-6 fatty acids that are pro-inflammatory. We go through the extra effort and the extra expense <laughs> yeah. to use things like ghee, 
olive oil, coconut oil, those mm. fats that are actually going to be really nourishing. So you're not your body. using seed oils. Yep, exactly. Nice. Makes a big difference. Yeah. And you know that from your everyday life. <laughs> I got to say, like, um, my stomach is very, hmm, how do I say this? Reactive, I guess. Like, if I eat something that doesn't agree with me, I know it, like, almost immediately. And, and, and to be honest, quite a few foods don't necessarily agree with me very well. And, you know, it's anecdotal. We've only been here for like an hour. Well, we've been here almost an hour. I feel great right now. Like I, um, even though I only had like three or four bites of each, I'm not hungry anymore. And I don't have my stomach's not making weird noises, which it does a lot of times with other stuff that I eat. So again, that's just anecdotal, but it seems to be agreeing with me so far. <laughs> yeah, uh, we get lots and lots and lots of emails from people about their bowel movements. <laughs> it happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, Quinn, who works in customer service, I bet half the emails she responds to are people being like, oh my gosh, I had such better bowel movements on my trip. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow, that's a little bit TMI, but that's okay. Um, that's that's awesome. And, you know, one thing I do want to ask about um you know, you have some of these meals coming out now that are like, oh, you know, 1,200 uh, calories or like 1,500 calories and stuff. And like um, your, your your meals have a little bit lower calories. Now, is that an intentional thing or is it just because of the nature of the ingredients or how come is – why is that? Uh, that's a really good question. So what – my intention is for each one of these meals is that they are a good healthy single serving because I don't like to share my food and <laughs> I feel like a lot of people want to be able to go on a trip and do either a solo trip or just like take care of their own food mm. and I feel like there's quite a few companies that offer two serving meals right yeah, but it's or like, like two and a half yeah and it's it's too much for one person but not enough for two people yeah. like or you like you sit there and you you're kind of hungry and it's like a huge bag. I'm talking about Mountain House, just transparency. Um, and you crush the whole thing, and then you feel kind of gross after because it's like it's actually way too much food, but you ate it because it was there. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I've had that experience on a backcountry trip, bringing like a freeze dried. Uh, bean and rice dish of some sort, you know, something that I grabbed on the way out of town at REI probably. Yeah. And just, it was so much volume that I couldn't eat it all. But then what do you do with it? Right. Especially if you're in bear country, you're like, uh, my only yeah. option is like to eat this. Otherwise I got to carry it out of here. So definitely want to give people a good, healthy, single serving. And I think you already said it. It's really difficult digestively to to get through 1200 calories in a sitting of real food, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, yeah, I, I'm sure you can probably burn 3,500, 4,000 calories a day in the backcountry, But if you were to eat that in like smaller, more punctuated yeah. amounts, right. Digestively, you would fare a lot better than trying to crush all those calories in one single sitting. Yeah. <laughs> and most people are snacking throughout the day, like on a backcountry hunt. The other thing too, I notice is like, <clears throat> Uh, I hate to pick on Mountain House. It's just that's the one I've been eating a lot of lately because I got a bunch of them for free from my dad. Like he had, he like he was in this like you know uh, end times prepper phase for a while and bought me like 15 cases of Mountain House's emergency meal. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, but anyway, all I was trying to say was is 
like for example, you know, if you have a mountain house uh, rice and chicken, I think it's two and a half servings, but you'll have like five or seven pieces of chicken and just like a buttload of rice, basically, um, and then seed oils and like a lot of sodium. Um, whereas like with your meals, I feel like even though they're smaller. You're getting a lot more stuff, like less filler. Like I noticed with all of these, like you know, with the curry, like it, it almost like it was a mouthful of chicken, like almost every bite. Um, yeah. Same with like the chili and and everything. It's just like they're more dense almost. Yeah, I I think that that's really accurate. And you know, from a a business perspective, like what would be one way to cut costs really fast is to cut down on the amount of protein in every meal. And again, from the nutrition standpoint, I'm like, if it doesn't have at least a four ounce portion of protein per meal, it's not a meal in my mind. For (laughs) sure. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, your ingredients are sort like, what is it? I think you have on here, grass fed bison, grass fed beef. Like you're obviously not going out and buying the cheapest stuff, like, you know, one step up from dog food that you can find. (laughs) Right. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that's, we're still here after eight years because people are looking for quality, right? Like, again, I think of you as the, the perfect Heather's Choice customer because you do eat healthy year round and you do exercise and you do care about how you feel and how you perform. Yeah. And that's really our core customer is somebody who eats healthy at home, Right. is now going on extended backcountry trips and wants to maintain that level of health and satisfaction and performance yeah. out in the backcountry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I never quite understood. Like, I understand that you burn a lot of calories in the backcountry, but like, I never quite understood the guys that will train hard all year and eat clean and then go in the backcountry with a bunch of Snickers and like just bunch of junk I, i'm not saying you can't eat candy every now and then but like you know i just never understood like eating a bunch of garbage that you don't normally eat or even if it's you know whatever it may be like eat similarly when you're in the backcountry you're gonna your system's gonna feel better and you know it's coming back from this this bear hunt um you know with mark and and ryan lampers and those guys like again you know i was trying to save money I did bring a couple Heather's Choice meals, but I just had some free Mountain House, so it's hard to say no to like free stuff sitting around. But I actually gained weight on that trip, and like we were, <laughs> I don't, I now now granted part of it was because I had three solid days of driving on either end, um, but like we were working hard and like, um, and when I got home, like it, my legs had like almost like edema; they were so swollen, and so. I don't know. I think um, there's a lot to be said about, you know, quality ingredients and not eating too much, honestly. I mean, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that there's a lot of those little subtle ways that our body tries to communicate with us, right? Like if we were just talking front country nutrition and what you eat on the day to day, like there's just a lot of little things, whether it's digestively or like you say, it's kind of like edema or it's joint pain or... Mm -hmm it's lagging energy, it's poor mood, it's poor sleep, like so many of those you can point back to what you're eating. And I feel like there's going to be a whole reality for me someday where I just stand on my soapbox and just talk about (laughs) nutrition (laughs) because it's so important. And I witness it every freaking day. Like for sure. 
even my partner Brad, like he is a tall, slender, healthy 37 year old male. And like, if he doesn't eat well, like I notice it in him. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm not actively watching what I eat, I just gain weight. Like yeah. like my body type or whatever. I was talking to Brady at go hunt the other day. Like if I'm not tracking what I'm eating, I'll just gain weight. That's just my body yeah. type. So I got to be careful. But anyway, well, this is awesome. I appreciate you sending me this stuff. I'm definitely going to be loading up on some breakfast meals and a couple of these ones as well. Um, tell me, you said you got some, you got your moose hunt. You got anything else on the horizon? Any cool adventures coming up? I have, I have a, an adventure that is uh, currently under wraps. I will... Okay. Uh, share that in October and you will, you will give me so much shit for it and it will be so fun. <laughs> Wait, give you, why would I give you crap for it? Uh, because it's, it's an athletic endeavor that I'm okay. undertaking and you would never guess what it is. And I'm, I mean, you do I'm look kind of ripped. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> An athletic. I'm, oh man, you got I'm me training. Can yep. you give me a hint or no? No. Nope. You're just going to have to wait till October and we'll October. reconnect again and we'll, we'll talk okay. all things nutrition and training. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, what are your favorite, what do you, what would people like, where should people start if they want to just maybe get one or two? What, what would you recommend your favorite things? Uh, I feel like that grass fed bison chili is just a home run for a lot of people. You know, yeah. chili is kind of that warming meal that you would want on a backcountry trip so mm -hmm. i think that's a winner that morning glory oatmeal as i like witness the people here at heather's choice like yeah. people reach for that one really often yeah and like you said the black espresso packaroons are a home run they are i i'm surprised but i actually like the zucchini one that's my favorite yeah, it's good isn't it it's good all right well your vegetables in yeah yeah <laughs> so um anyway thanks again heather i appreciate you coming on Guys, you know, if you want to order Heather's Choice, you can go to your website, just just heatherschoice.com, right? Yep, that's us. And, um, you know, Heather's on Instagram. We can probably find out more about her personally. Um, also, you know, Go Hunt sells Heather's Choice meals. I have a deal with Go Hunt and with Heather's Choice. You can use Quest code Quest at both places and save money on Heather's Choice meals and help support the show. So if you're going to try it, I do ask that you please help me out. Use that code Quest. And, um, yeah, I don't know anything I missed Heather. Do you want to mention before we go? No, I really appreciate you being willing to do this. And it's like yeah. you said, it's really fun that we've built fun. a friendship over the internet over the I last know. year. <laughs> I know. I've only seen you one time in person, but yeah, we're like, we're like old buds. So, um, so yeah, definitely looking forward to, to, um, taking some of your meals. I'm, I got a bunch of stuff planned this year, so I'm going to need to stay properly fueled. So perfect and then i'm heading yeah. to alaska in 23 i we'll told you about here. that right yeah i'm i think there's gonna be quite a few folks that are coming up here in 2023 and i'm excited okay. for it we will uh, be here cool <laughs> well anyway good talking to you again thank you all right